Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shakur Stevenson versus Suishiro Yoshino. We'll talk about how Shakur Stevenson can get off on the right foot in his venture into the lightweight division. Chris. And Yoshino, does he stand a chance at all? I don't know. We'll talk about it, but I can talk about how I think he can get stay in this fight and potentially be victorious. Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey on ESPN on April 8th. We get a chance to enjoy Shakur Stevenson facing Suichiro Yoshino. This is 12 rounds in the lightweight division. This is a fight that you'll see uh, Shakur Stevenson trying his luck in the lightweight division. And gentlemen, this is a fight where we, we know his skills, uh, great amateur fighter. Uh, you know uh, Uchido very well, Suichiro very well. But is, Sha- is Shakur ready for this division, Paul? I think so. I mean, he's done everything he's supposed to do at the other weight classes. Uh, he's not been in really competitive fights. He's fought against top guys, but he's been so much better that, you know, you, you kind of just want, left wondering who can test this guy, you know? So he's got to try, uh, try his luck in higher pastures, you know, so to speak, higher weight class. And so uh, for me, Yoshino is a guy who is a good experimental fight. Yoshino's a solid uh, regional level fighter in Asia where, you know, he's beating all the top competition out there and, um, you know, he's ready to try his luck on the next stage. But of course, it's the biggest stage of his own career of taking on the Shakur Stevenson. But so it's a mutually beneficial fight in terms of Yoshino gets what he needs as far as trying to get some exposure outside of his area and hopefully for him, his sake, trying to put in a good performance. While Shakur Stevenson will test himself out against a natural lightweight, a guy who's going to give the effort and a guy who he'll be able to, you know, maneuver with and, and see what works and what doesn't work and see if the same things have been working that have been working will continue to work here in this division because there's a lot of big names in this division. So he's going to want to make a statement. I got a good story about Shakur Stevenson after the fight when he fought Nakatila and he, it was a very underwhelming performance from a lot of people. They thought he should have done more. He didn't really take a lot of chances. He didn't get hit all he won every round. And I remember Bob Aram goes, how do, you, how do you think he did? I'm like, well, I think he had a very dangerous guy in front of him, someone with a big big right hand. He was being cautious, but I think he, you know, he boxed well. He's like, what do we do with him next? Oh. Bob, Bob will do that. Bob talks to you, yeah. talks to his guys, and he, asks, he, he, wants, he wants to ask all the commentators, all the fighters around him. And I said, honestly, Bob, I mean, I think he's going to do the same thing to the best guys in the world. Put him in with the big guys now. He's just Because either he's going to look decent against decent guys or he's going to look good great. against great guys and i think from then on i think he fought uh, oscar valdez and then uh jamel herring where he overperformed in those yes. fights against the best fighters of his career this is not he yokoshin is not the same elk as as jamel herring or or oscar oscar valdez, valdez 
but he's going to be a, a test, just like Paulie said, in terms of being a true lightweight. The guy is big, he's strong, he's a legitimate lightweight. He beat the Japanese fighters um, in, in Masus, Masuki Ito and Nakatani. And, and Nakatani, which are two tough guys. He stopped, he stopped Nakatani, who Tiafimo couldn't do. Exactly. So and, yeah. the guy's no, no, no slouch, but stylistically, I, I, I think it's a very, very tough fight for him. And to put things in perspective, because a lot of times we, we don't, bring up the records, but he's 16-0, he's undefeated. Mm -hmm. 12 of those victories come So obviously, the guy has some punching power. And Shakur Stevenson starting to get his uh, outings at 135. Mm -hmm. We still don't know his chin, how he can assimilate that type of Well, we don't punishment. know because he doesn't get hit. Exactly. <laughs> but can he actually, he will get hit once in a while. Mm -hmm. But once in a while... Not by this guy. Not by this guy? <laughs> no. Well, you know him better because you've actually yeah, I, called I, this I, fight. I, I called this fight with uh, Masayuko Ido, who's a, who I, was a very good fighter, who was, was beaten by Jamel Herring for the WBO, WBO uh, junior, world, junior lightweight world title. This fight's at lightweight. Uh, this is where Ito and, and Yoshino fought. And um, Yoshino, I mean, he's, he's, he's very capable. He's a heavy-handed guy. He's big for the weight class. He's strong. He's... Um, he actually reminds me of a less explosive Oscar Valdez. Okay. He's going to be in front of you. He's going to... He wings both hands. But he doesn't close that gap the same way Oscar does. And we know what Oscar kind Can of trouble do. he... We also know the, the trouble he had against Shakur. And yes. that's the thing. It's very... Shakur is the kind of guy who makes it very difficult to close the gap. Yeah. You've got to be deceptive to close the gap on Shakur. And a lot of guys have not been able to do that. And, and the, the rare times the guys have been able to close the gap, they close the gap in such a sloppy way because they're desperate that they walk into uh, Shakur's uh, uh, punches and counters and, and, and sharp, uh, sharp shooting that he does. So, so I mean, from, on the, from the part of Yoshino... I hope he gives the effort. You know, I, I, this is sort of like a, a, a trial run for him uh, on this stage because he's in a position that's different from Shakur. Shakur is expected to win and look good. Yoshino can actually lose the fight but still come out a winner in a way because mm -hmm. if he puts on a good enough performance, he'll be demanded back on these shores uh, against other guys. And, and people will want to see him against, you know, certain other fighters in, in a possibly entertaining fight. So it's up to him uh, to perform. It's not, it's def obviously you want to win the fight, but he's got to, perform because he's not known on this side of the world. He's got good results. He's got a good record, like you said, a good knockout power, but he, he's got to perform regardless of, of what the result and what ends up being against the guy who is picked to be the next superstar from this uh, part of the world. And Shakur not only Stevenson. is he going to be fighting in this part of the world, he's getting exposed in this part of the world at Shakur's house. He's going to be fighting in his own backyard. And let's not forget Constantin uh, he lost that battle against the scale, yet he had a great performance. But one thing is to be said, the punching power, the athleticism, but carrying 135 pounds, let's say the fight goes a distance. How much different is it from coming from smaller weights to make it into lightweight? I think this fight actually is going to go the distance. I don't think Shakur um, you know, has that kind of power. And we've seen that. He, don't, he doesn't have that many knockouts in his no. career, but he completely shuts guys down. He disarms guys. He takes their offense completely away from them. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and does it almost immediately. He's, his, 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 his defense is almost second to none in terms of the, the boxing world today. Gets hit so few. And I don't think that's going to change going, going up in weight. But at the same, same token, you know, he doesn't have that power. He didn't have that power at 130. I don't think he's going to have even more power at 35. But can he handle the weight? I think absolutely. Okay. I've been around Shakur many times. He's not a small 30-pounder, a small 35-pounder either. He's, he's about 5'8", five 5'9", foot five foot but he's got wide shoulders. He's got, he's got size to him. I think he's going to be just fine at 135. Honestly, I think we're going to see him at 40 and eventually even 47. He's got that kind of frame that he can hold it. 47? I believe so. Isn't he a little too short for 47 nowadays? Uh, Floyd Mayweather was 5'8". True. Manny Pacquiao. 
five foot. That's a completely different category right there. Uh, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking a completely different kind of worms. But but fair assessment, fair assessment. With that being said, at this point in time, Shakur has been already um, given that star quality label. How heavy is that label to carry, specifically when you're fighting this new guy who wants to make a name for himself here in the States? Well, I mean, it, it's always, there's always some pressure, but it's also when you're of that level and you're a fighter who's, who's expected to do great, you also kind of relish that. You yeah. wouldn't be in this position if you didn't relish that kind of pressure too. Now, relishing that kind of pressure, having the expectation, it will bring praise, it will bring criticism. You're gonna have to live with both praise mm -hmm. and criticism because the fact that you're a star will always come with both praise and criticism. Like uh, Cat Williams used to say, you know, you need haters in order to be a star. You're not, you don't have any haters, you're not a star. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way you can be that level of a star and not have some haters or have some cr critics of you. So, you know, you're gonna, Shakur is gonna come, I can already see where the critic, criticism of Shakur is gonna come. He's gonna come from, it's gonna come from, oh, he's, he's winning fights boringly, you know, he's too tactical and all this other stuff, but he's gonna keep winning, he's gonna keep winning, and he's gonna keep winning. You know what this I is, heard? this is, this generation's Mayweather level of fighter. You know? I, I'm just gonna, Agreed. before we go to a quick break, uh, somebody uh, many moons ago, very wise man in this world of boxing said, boxing is like jazz. The more sophisticated it is, the, the more people. difficult it is to understand. Mm -hmm. So with that thought, Amen. we're gonna go for a short break. We're gonna come back and these two great champions are gonna tell us exactly how these guys will win the fight. I wonder if you guys agree. Let us know, text us, DM us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On April 8th, Shakur Stevenson makes his lightweight debut against Suichiro Yoshino. I'm going to go over some of the keys with what Shakur Stevenson needs to do to win. He's got to maintain his distance, he's got to be first, and he's got to prevent Yoshino from getting inside, which, with his footwork, shouldn't be that difficult. Let's go back and see. So Stevenson likes to use an extended hand out there. He typically likes to do this and measure his opponent and also maintain that distance. Yoshino doesn't typically use the jab on its own. When he's jabbing, he's also looking to throw a combination. So he doesn't use that jab in a way where he could maybe enter the punch zone. So what he's going to need to do, it, what, what Shakur Stevens need to do, is, is a lot of the same things that he did with, with Oscar Valdez, where, where when Valdez is coming forward, just shoot that straight left hand down the middle. You know, Once you get that freeze from that straight left hand, now you can start, you get that freeze, because now that shot lands, and you can come in and throw the combinations the way you want to and get out. Once you get out, you once again have that extension. You're back at this range. This is this fight for Stevenson, as many fights are, 
is a case of controlling range. If Shakur Stevenson controls range the way we know he knows how to, he probably doesn't lose a second of this fight. Now, for Yoshino to counteract what Shakur Stevenson wants to do, which is to maintain that range, he's going to have to look to punch over and under that stiff arm post that Shakur Stevenson likes to utilize. So, as Paulie said, Shakur likes to have that lead hand out. And he's not as tall or as long as a lightweight as he was when he was at 130. So he's, he's, there's going to be opportunities for Yoshino to look to punch over that shot, underneath that, that, that arm, and to hit with whatever he can to try and get around that posted arm. Because if Shakur is able to maintain distance, Yoshiro, Yoshino is going to have no shot to get anywhere near um, Shakur in order to land his power punches. Now, for Yoshino to be successful in his bid to upset Shakur Stevenson, essentially, he's just got to close the distance, and he's got to not get discouraged by missing punches. Shakur Stevenson has one of the best defenses in the game of boxing today. So if he's missing punches, he needs to just keep, keep going and trying to get through that. Shakur is more of a single punch counterpuncher, so he's going to have to basically take a shot to land a shot, and he's got to keep his hands busy and try and push the pace against Shakur Stevenson. If he allows Shakur to dictate the pace and the length, he's never going to stand a chance to land any of his punches. So he's got to be careful. He's got to be coming from the outside. He's not much of a jabber, so he's going to have to lead with feints boom, to get that first move out of Shakur, who is very, very fast. Hopefully he, he'll post or leave himself an opening there. And then Yoshiro, uh, Yoshino should throw multiple punches and, and, and push Shakur back the best that he can. It's, he's going to have to be in incredible condition. He's going to have to stay on top of Shakur all night long. He's going to have to make it rough when he gets inside. But if he uses his feints and then combination punching, I believe he'll be able to get close enough to Shakur that he can land some of those heavy hands that he has. On the counter to that, with Shakur, he's, he's, he's got the ability to dictate this whole thing. So if Yoshino is prevented from being first in any of these things, and, and that doesn't mean Shakur has to be first just with punching. If, he's, if Shakur is first with feinting, Shakur is first with the half steps, half step back, Shakur is first with the punching sometimes. If he varies being first with all those things, Yoshino is going to be constantly kept off balance. So if he's going here, at times he's going to shoot this or he's going to shoot here. Varying upstairs and downstairs with the left hand is, is important. Obviously, you're going to shoot that jab here once in a while. But also, if you drop in that feint and drop him back, you get Yoshino to react, and then you can shoot that left hand as well and, 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 and counter him as well. Also, you want to bait Yoshino sometimes. You know, you want to change your level to bait Yoshino into, into making that false move and then step back and shoot again. One, again, once you, once you get Yoshino with that initial shot, you're going to be able to freeze him. Once you freeze him, you can, uh, you can com commit to the ensuing combination. And there we have it, Shakur Stevenson against Suishiro Yoshino. This is April 8th, all the way from Prudential Center, Newark, on ESPN. And we will be able to enjoy that live and direct. And we're also going to have on top stories the newly announced fight against uh, Haney against Lomachenko. This will be May 20th. So you want to join us because we will have the breakdown of what's going on, the press conference, the size difference, all that good stuff. And let's not forget... The Bob Aaron actually said that the winner between Haney and Loma should be able to take the winner of these two, Shakur Stevenson and Suichiro Yoshino. And just so we get the whole picture, let's look at the rankings. We have Devin Haney in the top, Loma two, Davis three, Garcia four, and Isaac Cruz as five. So we are already talking out of those five names, 
we talk about these four already being in action in the first semester of 2023. This is huge. For all those that kept saying, ah, we don't have the best fighting the best, here we go. This is it. We got all these guys facing each other. So let, let's talk about real quick uh, about Stevenson in this uh, lightweight. Will he be part of the best pound for pound anytime soon? Uh, Shakur Stevenson? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's knocking on the door right now. I think, you know, some people might have him in the top 10. I, feel, I still think he's got a little more ways to go. He's got some big names that he needs to knock off his record at that point. I mean, he's got Oscar Valdez, he's got Jamal Herring. Um, you know, Yoshino is not going to be considered a big name, especially on the global stage. He's more of a kind of a domestic Japanese fighter. Um, so is this going to help with his legacy? Sure, he's getting a 135. But then what happens from there, he goes on against the winner of Haney and Lomachenko, which, good luck, I'm sure there's going to be a couple rematch clauses in there. So we've yeah. got some time before that ever happens. But he, you put him in that mix, and yeah, you're going to be talking about pound-for-pound pound status. So I, don't, so I don't think Haney makes the lightweight limit if he wins the fight anyway. So I think yeah. the titles become vacant. Uh, if Lomachenko wins, I, again, I don't think Haney wants to stay at lightweight for another fight. So I, I, I could see that, that there not being a rematch clause there. Um, and I also, top rank structures, their stars. They're very good at basically making one star enter when one star is ready to exit. They time it better than any other promoter in the business. And I can see, for this reason, I can see the structuring, the way this is going on. Even, with Haney, even when Haney and, and Lomachenko first had this situation where, where Haney ended up getting the shot at Cambosos instead of Lomachenko because Lomachenko went to the war, I could see how this was getting structured to where at the end of the road, it was going to be Shakur that got the belts. You know, mm -hmm. and I could still see that happening by the, end of, by the end of this year. Listen, if Lomachenko wins the undisputed lightweight title against Haney, I could see Stevenson being the undisputed lightweight champion by the end of the year if he takes Lomachenko, you know, because I think it, it would, you would be coming around the, that point where it's almost time for the new star top rank has to overtake the old star top rank has. It's amazing. It's uh, a chess match. But, but, they, but, but again, they, 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 they do it better than any other promoter. Every promoter tries to do this, but top rank really does it in the most organized fashion. Top rank fashion. wrote a book on promote yeah, boxing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, they really did. And, so, and, and they wrote the book on matchmaking. And, and, and they do, yeah. and they do yes. this, and if you look at it, they've done this in the past with other fighters as well, other stars. They made them over, over, overtake guys, you know? So, you know, where stars were on their way out and the new star comes in, becomes the new star with the win and then takes off from there. So I could see Shakur, because honestly, Shakur went to win the pound for pound list if he becomes the undisputed lightweight champion. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's already a world champion. Period. Been a featherweight world champion and also been a junior lightweight world champion. So, because people are going to say, oh, well, you don't have Haney as your, as your pound for, on your pound for pound list right now. He's undisputed. But it's a difference if Shakur does it, because Shakur's already had a featherweight world title and a super, a super featherweight world title. If he enters a lightweight division and then wins a an undisputed lightweight title that fast where he'd be, and he would overtake, if he if, if he has to do it against a Lomachenko who just beats Devin Haney, who, who, you know, who himself had become the undisputed champion. I mean, I don't see how you couldn't put him on the pound for pound list. I know this this is almost an accept, unacceptable question, but I have to make it. Is there a possibility that Yoshino can take this win? And huge upset. Listen, there's always a possibility. This is boxing. Anything can happen. Everyone has two fists, two feet, one brain. So, I mean, anything can happen. I just don't see it. I, I, I've called Yoshino before. I, ca I called the Ito fight. And Ito, who is, you know, a Japanese fighter, who actually does fight a little bit like the Western world. Like, I was talking to Polio off air about this, and he told me they didn't have an amateur background, which I didn't realize. Um, but he actually doesn't fight like a Japanese fighter. He's got some tricky moves in there. And Yoshino was falling for all of them. And he got hit with some, a lot of punches on the inside that um, showed me that 
someone like Shakur is not going to have much of a problem with a guy like Yoshino. There's going to be a lot of holes for him to take advantage of. It's really just a question of him dealing with the weight class, mm -hmm. which I don't think is going to be a problem either. So I, I can't see how Yoshino gets the victory here. So your prediction? Shakur Stevenson by decision. By decision. You? Yeah. Wide decision, Shakur Stevenson. Wide. Wide. Wins every Hands round. Hands down. So let's wipe out. White wins every round. There you go. Yeah. So uh, obviously at this point in time, then we're waiting for that fight in order to know who's going to fight either Haney or Loma. After May 20th, all this will be decided. So this is uh, our time to come to an end. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And on behalf of my crew, thank you very much for joining us. And don't forget, we have everything that has to do with boxing right here on Pro Box. Till next time.